Success Odyssey. Law of Attraction. New Thought. Spirituality. Holistic Healing. Motivational Practices. Body, Mind, and Spirit. Spiritual Awakening. The Power of Love. Universal Harmony. Transformation. Success Odyssey. Hi, I'm Brian Jude. I'm an ordinary person just like you. But more than that, I've realized I'm an extraordinary person just like you. So join me as together we embark on our success odyssey. Namaste and welcome back to another episode of Success Odyssey. Well, I apologize that I ended up taking a summer hiatus. It was not something I was planning to do, uh, but it's been three months since my last episode. Uh, I've certainly kept busy over the summer, uh, being Mr. Mom mainly, uh, while keeping keeping things progressing with the Miracle Man, of course, as well as a couple other projects that popped up this summer. Uh, and so it seemed that my time has been <laughs> increasingly limited. And actually, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about in not so much this episode, but in next episode, because I'm going to break this one up into two. Uh, I want to get myself back into the habit of creating shorter podcasts, and I have you know so many that I want to get done. And uh, you know, it's 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 just you know I have a lot to say, and I figured it's better to break it up into small bites rather than trying to eat it all at once. I do have a little bit of business to get to before I begin. Uh, first, I'd like to give a warm welcome to the UU Montclair podcast, uh, which I've been producing for a few years now. It's the official podcast for the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Montclair, of which I've been a member since 1995. So do check that out on the network. And if you like what you hear, you can follow that show directly at UU Montclair. .wordpress.com. Uh, I received an email recently from a listener named Ralph, and I wanted to share that with you because he brought up some kind of interesting things. He says, hey there, I've been listening to the podcast over the weekend and try to catch myself up. I hear you talking a lot about The Secret. I've been studying the law of attraction since I saw the movie over five years ago. I'm glad that it's inspired you. However, there is a lot more out there that you should tap into and you should know. First and foremost, you don't attract everything into your life. There is also something called the law of averages. You don't attract a relative or pet dying just as a woman doesn't attract a rape. There are way too many people in this world on other vibrations that look for opportunity. Christian scientists believe that you attract everything, but metaphysical spiritual teaching shows you otherwise. Perhaps some people do, but most certainly not all. I'm looking for a YouTube video from a spiritual center that talks about this. When I find it, I will let you know. I encourage you to read some other books, such as Wayne Dyer, Wishes Fulfilled, Mastering the Art of Manifesting, Neville Goddard, The Power of Awareness, The Master, St. Germain, I Am Discourses, Godfrey Ray King, Unveiled Mysteries. The, uh, those are good to start with. I'm sure that Abraham Hicks has touched on some of it, but it's better to learn from the main sources. As a side note, I had to laugh when you said that you were an, an ordained minister with the Universal Life Church. Anyone can do that. Unless you are actually preaching at a church and have a following and not just doing weddings, etc. It's like me saying I'm a professional musician because I get paid to play coffee houses. If you want to get on the next level spiritually and pursue spiritual learning, I suggest something of the following. Uh, UU, uh, sorry, Universityofsedona.com and pathwaysoflight.org slash minister underscore training. 
Well, as I wrote back to Ralph, thank you so much for your feedback. I certainly appreciate it. And yes, I think I've stated on this show numerous times that I agree that The Secret is a great starting point for learning about the law of attraction, but there's really so much more beyond what it teaches. I'm very grateful that he brought up the law of averages. I'll have to look into that. I've not really heard anyone talk about that before, so I'm very interested in that approach. As far as my ordination with the Universal Life Church goes, yes, anyone can do it. All you need to do is go to that church's website at ulc.org and click the button that says Begin Free Online Ordination, fill out the form, and that's that. You're an ordained minister. Uh, If you've ever seen the TV show Friends, you might remember that the character Joey did this and referred to the church as the Internet Guys. But as ordinary of an ordination as it may be, it's actually a position that I take very seriously on a personal level. I have considered opening up a spiritual center of my own at some point, though I would love more of a formal spiritual education first. Uh, So I'm very glad that he pointed out those websites because those are something I definitely want to tap into. Uh, In the meantime, I kind of view what I'm doing now with my podcast as my own sort of ministry. Um, Now, if anyone else happens to be interested in the ULC, they actually do offer ministerial courses that you can take, different doctorate courses and so on. But I'm glad he mentioned that those uh, these two sources of spiritual learning. I have heard of the University of Sedona before, and I'm definitely interested in that. I might have come across Pathways of Light before. Uh, I'm not too sure. It does look very interesting. And I'm always looking for other ways to deepen my spiritual knowledge. So thank you again, Ralph, for the suggestion. Thank you for listening. And especially, I thank you for your feedback. And for all you other listeners out there, your feedback is always appreciated as well. So please don't hold back. Send an email, uh, write me a message on Facebook, send me a Twitter, write a response on iTunes. Any way you want to do it is fine with me. And I'll talk about that more a little bit later. So on to business. Here we are in mid-September. It's a little bit past the middle of the year, and my initial intention was to do a mid-year check-in. But since we're kind of farther than that, we're now getting toward the final quarter of the year. So let's call this a final quarter check-in. So how are you doing with the goals that you've set for this year? What has manifested for you? What hasn't? What's coming closer and closer? What seems like it's eluding you? And most importantly, how do you feel about it? I've been asking myself these questions a lot recently, and that's why I thought it'd be a good time to do this check-in. Now, if you've been doing your homework, you'll know that I've asked you to keep a success journal. And in that journal, I want you to identify clear, solid, tangible, specific goals for this year, 2012. Take action toward those goals or one specific goal and uh, go over your past successes. See how they made you feel and feel again. And if you're holding on to any negative feelings about your past, meditate on ways that you can turn those negative feelings into positive feelings, figuring out what action you could take next and feeling how it would feel to take that action that can bring you closer to your goal. So what are my goals? Well, as you might remember back in episode one, I established my one clear, solid, tangible, specific goal for this year, and that's to complete the production phase of my feature film, The Miracle Man. That means at least the shooting part of it. Post-production can begin in 2013 if it needs to. Uh, Now, in order for that to happen, there are things that needed to be in place uh, that just haven't come into fruition. Um, I admit they're not there. I don't see them coming into fruition anytime in the very, very near future. 
but I'm not letting that stop me altogether. You see, I've had to come to accept the fact that sometimes our own deadlines are not the same deadlines that the universe has for us, or sometimes in order for us to meet our own deadlines, we need to get ourselves out of the way and fully allow things to happen in order for our goals to manifest. And by that, I mean to eliminate the negative feelings about our goals and take the right amount of inspired action in order for them to happen. I think my biggest challenge this year has been figuring out the balance between letting things happen and taking the right action. A lot of attraction teachers tell us that in order for things to happen, our job is to simply ask for them, believe that we can attain them, and then allow ourselves to receive them, which means removing all thoughts and feelings that block us from getting what we want. The rest is up to the universe. It's not really our job to figure out how it's going to come into fruition. We need to let go and let God, so to speak. Surrender into the faith in the law of attraction, which states that when we feel and think, we must attract. And we must remember that faith can be an acronym, uh, which states fully allow it to happen. Uh, I spoke about that in another episode. Fully allow it to happen is the acronym for faith. Now, at the same time, law of attraction teachers tell us that in order for things to happen, we have to take some sort of action in order to make them happen. Now, at first, it seems to be contrary to what I just said about getting out of the way and surrendering into faith. The thing is, as I've been discovering, yes, action is necessary, but your action has to come from a spirit of harmony and joy and gratitude for what is in the process of becoming. You have to have a sense of overall optimism. Because if that action comes from a sense of desperation and doubt, we're likely to attract the opposite of what we want. Sometimes asking the universe itself is the action that we need. Or sometimes the universe will inspire us to take just one small, simple action. Making a phone call to the right person, turning right instead of left, doing one simple thing that requires minimal effort but makes all the difference in the world. But whatever the action is, it has to be taken. And really, usually it's a very simple action. So if you're working too hard at your actions, if you're you know really feeling, oh, it's such a great struggle, chances are you need to evaluate from what from what attitude, what spirit you're taking the action. If you're working too hard, you could be working out of fear. Perhaps you're not trusting in the law which states that what you want must come for you, must come to you rather, if you desire it. Perhaps your timeline is not the same as God's timeline. Perhaps there's other factors in motion as well. Perhaps, as, uh, as uh, Ralph mentioned, the law of averages may be coming into play. That's something I really need to look into, so I want to check that out. But there could be other things there. The bottom line is you've got to just let go, have faith, and take action with that faith, not out of fear. Every now and then I'm reminded of that quote from the movie The Princess Bride. You rush a miracle man, you get rotten miracles. The Miracle Man, of course, being the name of the film that I want to produce. So, but I've been feeling like I've been working on this film for so long, and I've done everything but rush. But then I have to ask myself, why is it that I'm not where I intended to be? Is there something I still have to learn? Or is it because the conditions for it to happen better uh, will be better further on down the road? Are the right collaborators going to fall into place easier in a year or so, making the film turn out even better than if I rushed it and just got it done right now with, you know, maybe not the right people involved? Well, chances are it's a little bit of all of that. So what am I doing about it now? Uh, 
Well, I'm continuing to do my daily mantras, such as my five Reiki principles, which I've spoken about in the past. Uh, and that mantra is, today I'm happy because of the thoughts on which I've chosen to focus. Today I let go of all resistance and I fully allow myself to receive all of the abundance of joy and goodness in the universe that God has to offer. Today I give thanks for all that I am, all that I have, all that I'm receiving, and all that I'm becoming. Today I am living in truth and clarity, understanding more and more about the true nature of all that is. Today I honor and respect the divine nature in myself and in all others. I'm also taking stock of my past successes, and I'm feeling and expressing gratitude for them, and I'm feeling optimistic about my future successes. I'm visualizing what is to come, asking the universe for them to come, praying for guidance on what to do next, and basically just trying to do my best to let go and let it all return to me. So, the best way for me to do that is to take a look at my vision board. Now, if you'd like to look at my vision board, uh, take a look at the image. Uh, I posted it originally on episode 10, and I'm going to repost it again here now. Uh, you can find that at successodyssey.wordpress.com or at iirnet.wordpress.com. And you can click on the uh, link on the side menu for Success Odyssey uh, from that website, or you can go to Overnightscape Underground at onsqg.com, and you can click the link on the side for Brian. Um, so once you find all that, you'll find the image and, uh, take a look at it and we'll go quadrant by quadrant. Uh, each, the vision board is separated into four quadrants and each represents a certain aspect of the goals that I want to achieve for this year. So let's start with, with my health goals, which is the upper right quadrant. You may remember that I've been dealing with some elevated blood sugar levels lately. Now my doctor has me on medicine. I'm not really entirely happy about that, uh, but we're working on it. I've also had a few episodes of elevated blood pressure, and that's something that's never happened to me before. So I knew that I needed to make some changes in my health habits this year. So let's take a look at what I've been successful at manifesting so far. If you've been listening to this show and my other show, Manifesting Mastermind, you probably know that I happen to manifest an elliptical machine almost by divine magic. Uh, it really felt like this machine, uh, this image that I had in the center, uh, if you look at the center bottom portion of this quadrant, it nearly replicated itself right off the page and became a physical object for me right into my living room. It's, it's really quite magic. Um, getting this piece of equipment, it was pure law of attraction at work. I knew that I wanted it. I wanted it. I didn't know how I was going to get it, but I decided that my temporary lack of finances was not necessarily going to be a blockage for me to get what I want, and I just had faith. Next thing I know, my neighbor offers me her elliptical machine that she's getting rid of for free because she was buying some new equipment for herself, and lo and behold, boom, right from the page into my living room. And this was certainly a huge inspiration for me. I thought it was proof that it was the law of attraction at work. So now I've been riding the elliptical machine for about 20 to 30 minutes a day, almost every day. And the great thing is about it is that it's addictive. On the days where I think I might have to skip it, I just simply can't resist. I'll tell myself just 10 minutes and then I'll end up going for 20 minutes anyway. It's a wonderful thing. I also have an image of a man lifting dumbbells, and as it turned out, my mother gave me a set of dumbbells. I haven't been using them quite as often since I got the elliptical, so I might have to change that. Okay, what else? There's an image of a man sleeping. Um, that's one area that I might still need to improve on, but I've definitely gotten, uh, been able to get more and more sleep. Uh, 
Uh, for the summer, I was able to get more sleep, I think, than before. Uh, for a while, I'd set a strict bedtime of 11 p.m. And I've been getting better with that. But for a while over the summer, I wasn't able to stick with it entirely. Uh, at least I have had the ability to sleep until about 7 o'clock every morning. Now it's more like 6 o'clock. So if I get to bed by around midnight, it's giving me six hours of sleep. So I try to get you know to bed somewhere between 11 and 12. So what else? Uh, I have some images of a healthy diet in this section. Almonds, cinnamon, which are both great food for blood sugar. And I've also discovered the joy of almond milk, unsweetened, of course. Uh, I tend to put cinnamon in my coffee, on apples with all-natural peanut butter, which is my standard lunch these days. Of course, I've been eating fruit like bananas and grapes too, so those are healthy choices that are easy for me to manifest. I still might find myself snacking a bit more in the evenings, but at least it's healthier foods. Uh, certainly less sugar. Um, there's still calories, of course, so that's probably preventing me from losing all of the weight that I still want to lose. But uh, I definitely feel like it's making an impact, though. Um, I know I'm going to improve all of this once I start to go to bed earlier because I know that I snack when I feel like I need the energy to keep working on what I'm doing at night. And if I'm asleep, well, I can't snack then, can I? Uh, but all in all, yes, I've been uh, seeing some results. I've definitely been losing weight over the summer. People who haven't seen me in a few months have been noticing that I'm losing weight. So I think part of that's paying off. Okay, next I have a picture of someone meditating, and that's one thing that I was able to do for a while. Uh, I need to get back into it a little bit more now that September's rolled around, but I can work that back into my schedule. Uh, over the summer, I was meditating for just a few minutes a day, usually as I go to bed, often with the aid of my iPod, uh, with a variety of recorded uh, meditations that I've collected lately. And uh, let me add that I did not seek out these meditations, by the way. They've been part of CDs that I've recently ordered or podcasts that I've downloaded or audio files that have been emailed to me. So in a way, I truly manifested meditation into my life in that source. Um, now, to make this more of a morning routine rather than a mental sleeping pill, that's going to come as I refine my daily schedule uh, now that September is here. I do have my daily mantra, which I discussed earlier, which is also like a meditation. Uh, I tend to do that in the shower or when I'm getting ready, just kind of to repeat these things over and over to myself to put me in the right frame of mind to carry on with the rest of my day. Uh, I've also been contemplating them with other kinds of thoughts, especially, um, you know, when I'm driving or whatnot. Uh, let's see. I have these quotes on my health quadrant that I can incorporate into a daily mantra, Things like, my body heals in ease and grace. I enjoy optimal health and vibrant energy. And every cell in my body is in perfect working order. I think those quotes help things overall as well. I have an image showing the chakras and the aura. That represents my work as a Reiki master on my own self and getting Reiki from others, which is encouraged, of course, for Reiki practitioners. And that's, of course, another area that's in need of improvement. Gotta work on that. Finally, there's the chart that indicates the low, good, and high range of numbers for blood sugar. While at my last doctor visit, I was told that my blood test showed that my efforts have been paying off and my blood sugar was good. So I'm keeping up my current regimen and, of course, improve upon it as mentioned. And I think I'll be able to keep my blood sugar levels where they need to be. So that's my health quadrant. All right, now let's look at my family quadrant, which is just below the health quadrant. So I have to admit that this may be the quadrant that needs the most attention probably. Maybe it's because I've been doubting that I can manifest some of the things in this quadrant this year. Uh, now that summer's rapidly ending, I'm afraid it may be true. And I know that it's simply because of my beliefs. 
For example, the image of two minivans, a bank vault with a stack of money, vacation spots like Hershey Park and Disney World, a romantic walk on the beach at sunset, cruise ship coasting on the, an ocean of money, getting to see Weird Al in concert, which we've done in years past, but for some reason it feels a lot tougher to achieve this year. Even the mere contemplation of coming up with our dream house. At this point, none of that looks like it's right around the corner for this year in particular. Next year, perhaps, but not this year. Um, now, <laughs> that could also be because I'm saying, well, it can't happen this year. Maybe if I let go of that, who knows, maybe things could change. Now, I know I've been telling myself that these are things I want to achieve as a result of my success with The Miracle Man. Well, let's think about that for a second. I'm still trying to get my film into pre-production. Once I do that, I need to shoot the film, edit the film, get it into theaters, and eventually into the home video market. And if I want to enjoy these things as a result of the success of the film, these things aren't going to manifest for at least a year and a half or two years at the very least. Wake up call here, Brian. Don't limit yourself to one source of financial freedom. What if I start asking for other streams of income to come in? Other big streams of income? Can I make it happen? Well, why not? So what would those streams of income be? <laughs> Beats me. But starting right here, right now, I'm going to focus on the inspiration that will lead me to such opportunities. I'm going to ask for it, visualize it, and feel grateful for it now. And let's see what happens. In the meantime, what else is there in this quadrant? I've got quotes from the amazing song from the movie The Muppets, Life's a Happy Song. The quotes are, everything is great, everything is grand, I've got everything I need right in front of me. There's an image of a happy face and a heart, and this all has to do with the mental and emotional state of my family, which I have to tell you I've been doing a lot of work on myself, on my attitude toward my wife and my children, especially watching my actions, and it has had a positive effect. I haven't perfected it yet, but it's definitely, definitely having a positive effect. I started this summer with my grand plan of having all this time to work on the movie and my podcast now that I've involuntarily sacrificed some work opportunities. I'm not substitute teaching during the summer vacation. And uh, for a while, I was no longer being scheduled as uh, for my other part-time acting gig. Uh, but I am back with that now, so I'm very happy. Um, but instead, as I mentioned before, each day during the summer seemed to be taken up primarily by my children. And at first it really bugged me to no end. I was quick to take out my anger with my children, especially my seven-year-old, who I was expecting him to take, help me take care of my one-year-old. And he was, as best as a seven-year-old could. But lately I decided, you know, as the summer progressed, I had to let the kids be kids and kids need a parent around. And I figured my most important mission right now was to be a dad to my kids. So, and then it was. Whatever other opportunities there were to come, what are to come, they'll come when they're ready, when my kids are ready, when I'm ready. And by ready, I mean physically and emotionally. I think the summer uh, had been a training ground for me to focus on ways to become more patient, to practice my namaste principle, and to be grateful for everything that I have right now. And it had a great impact on my relationship with me and my children. I've noticed they've both been happier toward the end of the summer, even on the days where I was focusing more on the work that needs to be done at home. Now to get my wife out of her 60-hour-plus work week and into the stay-at-home mom position, that's going to be the ultimate goal, I think. Okay, next quadrant, if you slide over to the left, is my career quadrant. Now this has been interesting indeed. This quadrant, 
uh, is indicative of my main goal for 2012 and for the next few years, really. The image of Morris Goodman walking through the open doorway into the light outside is just about in the center and it's surrounded by images of money, representing money coming into the project as the Miracle Man itself gets out there, so to speak. Uh, I've surrounded this image with possible selections for cast members, so I'm really trying to do here this year is attract the financing and the casting that I, so I can get the film started. Now down in the lower left corner, there's the image of the Greek mythological character Mentor. This is very significant because I felt that I really needed a strong mentor in the film industry to help me get this project made. When I added the image, I had the thought that a mentor could come in the form of another filmmaker who has done what I want to do and can show me how to follow in their footsteps, or perhaps a larger producer who could take me under his wing and help show me what I needed to do to get it all done, or perhaps some sort of consultant that could teach me what I needed to learn. As it turns out, there are a handful of mentors who've been coming into the picture here. The producers with whom I've been working uh, have always been great mentors to me. They've made some wonderful films in the past. Uh, I've mentioned Carol Lee Dean in the past, who wrote the books The Art of Manifesting and The Art of Film Financing, both of which I have extra copies, by the way, and I will send them to you for free. You just need to be the first one to ask. So if you're interested in either of these books, The Art of Manifesting and The Art of Film Financing, please just let me know and they're yours. Uh, Carol also runs From the Heart Productions, and uh, The Miracle Man is now a top 20 finalist in her Roy W. Dean grant. Uh, actually, they just announced the top five finalist, and she personally called me to let me know that I didn't quite make the cut. Um, she's not the sole judge, so she was a little sad, I think, uh, that I didn't make it, but who knows, I might apply again. Uh, but it was an honor to be part of that uh, whole process. And so, so far, she's certainly been quite a mentor for me, because she also offers consultation just as uh, for being a finalist in the program. So I've had one consultation with her, and she offered me another one as well. Um, there's also Stacy Parks of filmspecific.com. She's certainly been a mentor for me. I've enrolled in her membership site earlier in the year, and now she's been working with me specifically uh, on creating a budget as well as going after cast members. Um, now, if you've listened to the last episode of Manifesting Mastermind, which was back in May, I talk about someone named Devon Franklin. Uh, Devon made an appearance on the Oprah Winfrey show, uh, I'm sorry, the Oprah Winfrey Network Super Soul Sunday show. Um, Devon is an executive at Columbia Pictures, which is owned by Sony. Uh, in fact, he's just been promoted this summer to senior vice president of production, and he's also a Christian minister as well. Uh, he's worked closely with folks like Will Smith over the years. He started off as Will Smith's intern, and now he's a young executive at the age of 32. Now, I read his book over the summer, Produced by Faith, and as it turns out, if you listen to that episode of Manifesting Mastermind that I talked about, Alicia Angel was able to put me in touch with a mutual friend of hers who is also very close to Devon, and her friend suggested that I reach out to him. And I've already taken action on that front, and turns out quickly uh, he asked for more information on the project. Now, this was certainly the most exciting news of the summer. Suddenly, you know, 
someone big and powerful was interested in finding out more about the project. Now I'm just waiting for him to request a copy of the script, and so I'll certainly keep you posted there. But I'm sure that Devon could be one great mentor, and I believe that my film is really what he's looking for. Perhaps he's divinely called to be involved with it. Uh, It seems to be his calling to produce these films that are inspirational in nature, and it just seems to be the perfect fit. So I have this great faith that uh, it's going to pan out. Um, Notice, too, that Oprah Winfrey's image happens to be right above the image of that mentor. Now, I've always mentioned that I'd love to have Oprah involved with a film, and perhaps by making me aware of Devon Franklin, she already is. So who knows? It could be a reason why I ended up strategically putting that picture over uh, the picture of the mentor. Okay, I'm going to end this on a high note. I have one quadrant left to speak about, and that's my spiritual quadrant, and I really have a lot to talk about there, so I'm going to leave that as part two of this uh, episode. And since this is the first day back after summer vacation, I'm going to be a good and nice teacher and go easy on you and forego the homework until next week. So if you have any catching up to do on the assignments that I've given, now would be a great time to go back and do that. And as always, please let me know what results are showing up in your life. Remember, you can leave comments on each episode on my blog at successodyssey.wordpress.com. You can email me at successodysseypodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the Facebook page, which you can find by searching for Success Odyssey on Facebook. And of course, don't forget to like that Facebook page too. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash successodyssey. And please leave comments in iTunes by searching for Success Odyssey in the iTunes store. Remember, you can subscribe to this and other great shows on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network at iirnet.wordpress.com. So please check that out. And if you have a show that you'd like me to include on this network, please let me know. Of course, you can also find this show at the Overnightscape Underground at onsug.com as well. And I want you to always remember you are already living the life of a successful person. Be the successful person that you are and continue your journey of success with me. I thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking with you again next time. Namaste. Namaste.